Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Kropp. All right, so apparently they're not going to do it, folks. Apparently they're not. Well, at least not right now. They're not going to indict Donald Trump, at least in New York. There's another George Soros, crazy left-wing prosecutors, considering doing it down in Georgia. Uh, you know, these people are that afraid. Donald Trump, that they have to resort to these things. Tucker Carlson went after... Um, President, well, actually went, actually defended President Trump because he broke down the persecution of Donald Trump by a whole bunch of people. So here's the question I have for you. Everybody knows what's going on here. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure this out. And as more and more of, of these issues become mainstream the average person figures it out and i'm and i'm just i'm gonna just pose this question to you at what point do you think the american people just use their common sense to realize that the persecution of Donald Trump by not only the deep state, not only the mainstream media, not only the bureaucracy, the leftism that inhabits so many of our quote-unquote big cities and states, that they figure out something that I think they figured out a long time ago. They equate the prosecution of Donald Trump with the same fear that it can happen to them. Just like we know that the power of the state, of the IRS, can come in and just destroy your life. And they can, folks. And they do every day in America. You don't know it. You don't hear it. But it's happening. So Tucker asked this question. And I think it is the, I think it's the elemental question that gets to the heart of where America is. And if we're going to remain free as a constitutional republic. And it's simply this. Is Donald Trump's persecution that's exactly what it is. It's persecution. Is Donald Trump's persecution and subsequently our persecution as individual Americans, is it ushering in the banana republic stage of a country that then leads to absolute armed revolution what do you think do you think indicting Trump and thereby indicting you and I is that going to lead to the common perception that we're becoming a banana republic we're no longer the land of the free the home of the brave our rights are no longer guaranteed by a constitution 
our rights are being systematically assaulted by an out-of-control bureaucracy, out-of-control judiciary that allows it to happen. Do you think the average person, just like you do with the IRS, you know and you fear the IRS because you know they have incredible power to make your life absolutely miserable, to actually take from you? Do you think that that same awareness that the average person understands and gets, you think that then becomes an awareness in the front of people's minds, or maybe in the back of their minds, that's just sitting there, realizing that there are two systems of justice in America. There are. And that if you are on the wrong side of wokeness, if you're on the wrong side of politically correct thinking, you don't just get the social media slapdown. You actually get persecuted by government. Just like it's been happening with all of these January 6th protesters. Some have been held in solitary confinement for two years, folks, back in D.C., so much for our Constitution that says you are guaranteed a swift, speedy trial. I'm telling you, folks, I have said this before, and I'm going to say it again. The U.S. Supreme Court had better develop some cojones and step in here. Because what these D.C. woke leftist judges are allowing is utterly unconstitutional. More than that, it is immoral. And they're letting it happen. And the U.S. Supreme Court had better step up because it ain't going to be the D.C. Court of Appeals, which has been packed by the left during Obama's time. No, it's deeper than that. So, apparently Donald Trump is not going to be arrested today like he said he was going to be because yesterday a former legal advisor to not only Rudy Giuliani but also Trump sleazebag lawyer and that's what he is if you learn about this man's past how else can you come to any other conclusion now sadly this is it's Donald Trump has a habit of, of and, and I mean it's a habit, folks, of surrounding himself at times with sleazebag people. It's not one of Donald Trump's better qualities. And you need to understand that I absolutely support Donald Trump. I want him to be the next president of the United States. I want him to go in there and clean house in the deep state. I want him to go ahead and clean house into bureaucracy. Radically, I want him to dismantle the leadership of the FBI, CIA, 
in the rest of the deep state intelligence community that is behind the stealing of our freedom, folks. And they are. Anyway, Robert Costello went yesterday. He's described in the in this Gateway Pundit story as being the former legal advisor to sleazebag and convicted felon, and he is convicted of felonies, Michael Cohen, who's a convicted perjurer. Robert Costello also represented Rudy Giuliani. He's a very well-known and very well-respected lawyer out of New York. Well, he was called to this grand jury that Alvin Bragg, the Soros-funded DA of Manhattan, put together. You know, the guy that was going to arrest Trump today. Because they're so afraid of Trump. And you know what they're afraid of? They're afraid of everything that Trump represents, folks. You know what that is? Freedom. Make America great again. It's not what the military-industrial complex wants. It's not what the deep state wants. It's not what the globalists want. They don't want you and I to actually have the power to exercise we the people rights, which are guaranteed to us by God and not by government. That's what they're afraid of. That's what Donald Trump represents. They have to slap him down at every opportunity they possibly can. So Robert Costello went yesterday and appeared before the Manhattan grand jury about Trump's so-called hush payment. And we'll get to the disappointing words of Ron DeSantis. And I'm going to call him that. We'll get to that in a moment. Anyway, Robert Costello went and appeared before the grand jury. And then he came out And he said what he told them, basically. He blasted Michael Cohen, who also was brought in to the grand jury to um, testify. He called him Michael Cohen for what he is. He's a convicted perjurer. Remember, Cohen was sentenced to 36 months in prison for lying to Congress, campaign finance violation, and tax evasion charges related to his taxi medallion business. Costello said yesterday, Michael Cohen is far from solid evidence. One reporter asked Costello if he thinks he convinced the grand jury against indicting Trump. Costello said he doesn't know, but he saw a few jurors shaking their head yes, agreeing with his assertion that Michael Cohen is a liar. The prosecutors, and this is what happens, this is the bad side of prosecutors. Good or bad, our side are not. Law and order constitution prosecutors are not. The lefties have the ability to cherry pick just as those on our side do. And that's what they did. According to Costello, he said they cherry picked six emails. And Costello said Trump never directed Michael Cohen to pay Stormy Daniels. You can watch this yourself. You can watch the video and all of this. Okay. So that's yesterday's drama. Now, apparently now, law enforcement is now preparing 
to surrender Trump next week. And then Costello was on Tucker, if you saw that, great. I didn't, as I was preparing for the political coffee clatch last night. By the way, thanks to all of you who showed up. Uh, it was uh, it was marvelous to see all of you. It was good to get connected with you again. We will be back in two weeks, another political coffee clatch. Anyway, Attorney Robert Costello said it was clear to me, quote, to Tucker, the Manhattan Grand Jury did not want to get to the truth. And then Trump moves to quash the Georgia special grand jury as a Fulton County DA, another George Soros, person considers rico charges against trump they're so afraid of him carrie lake said quote something you'd expect to see in third world banana republics as she blasts the political persecution of donald trump and she encourages patriots to protest and stop living in fear of the radical left's infiltration are you in fear Are you willing to stand up in many ways for your freedom? It ain't free, folks. Militarily, right here at home. And if you don't stand up and protect it, you're going to lose it. Back in a moment, it's 620. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is a power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220 am or jeff at kslm.news. I got a great email from Corby, and I'll read it in a moment. I got to get to remind you that Power Honda down in Albany is one of our sponsors. They're part of the Power Auto Group that, again, sponsors our talk line. So they have uh, a great website, especially if you are thinking about buying a new Honda automobile. In fact, you can you can design and choose and option out your car the way you want it they'll go find it for you it's pretty cool go to mypowerhonda.com it's mypowerhonda.com and check it out for yourself plus they've got a great selection of pre-owned certified high quality used vehicles I know because I drive past that dealership all the time. It's just if you're heading to Walmart, Highway 20, you're get off the freeway there at the south end of the Albany Airport. You can head towards Lebanon, and that's Highway 20, and you get headed out that way. And they're right there on the right. It's a great dealership. MyPowerHonda.com is their website. Check it out. Just go down and visit them. Power Honda. Thanks for sponsoring us. Corby writes this email. Banana Republic. What do you mean becoming a banana republic, question mark? We're already there. We're working on becoming a full-on communist country. You just said it. 
We have political prisoners in the D.C. gulags held without due process on completely bogus charges. Government, judicial system, medical establishment, they're all operating like we're in some third world country, if not worse. Well, it's kind of hard to argue with that, isn't it? Hmm? Don't you think? By the way, last night there was the prayer call at 4 o'clock our time which, remember, it's pastors for Trump. They're in all 50 states. Uh, They held this prayer call yesterday with Donald Trump. Yes, Donald Trump called in. Now, Roger Stone was on this call. General Michael Flynn was on this call. Folks, there was 115,000 people on this call that registered. You had to register ahead of time to be able to be on this call. 115,000. Donald Trump calls in and in five minutes somehow the whole thing just got hacked and ended. That's how afraid they are of us, we the people. This is the deep state. This is the left. This is how they operate. See, they don't believe in free speech. Free speech only applies to their speech, not ours. As evidenced by all the social media organizations that censor our speech. It's one of the reasons why I urge you to go to Telegram. You can go to the Telegram Political Coffee Clatch page. I'm going to do something different now. Same thing with Getter. Yeah, I still have my Facebook page. Here's what I'm doing. I'm just directing people off my Facebook page to go to Getter or Telegram and to look at or KSLM.news and all the stories that I talk about every day, I am going to list there so you have them. So you can look at them too. Last night, that's part of the presentation I made in the Political Coffee Clatch. I set up a, for those of you who didn't make it last night, shame on you. <laughs> By the way, happy birthday to Anna. Oregon people's vote. She wasn't there last night, but she was there in spirit. We sang happy birthday to her. It was her birthday yesterday. She's a a passionate defender of your liberty, and you should know that because she's part of the movement of the citizens, we the people, to go out there and to trust, or not trust, but absolutely engage in the activities to verify our voting system is actually accurate in that it's fair. Anyway, Anna wasn't there last night, but that's what Oregon People's Vote does. You can go to their website. This is so important, friends. So very important. Last night, I also put up the flyer to Dr. David Clements, who works with Dr. Frank and who works with Mike Lindell. Dr. Clements is going to be here on Sunday night, April 2nd, at the River Church. He's going to be in the chapel. He's going to be presenting the Greater Magistrates Tour, is what he calls it. It's from beginning to end. What happens to your vote? How it gets manipulated, the dangers and the vulnerabilities of the voting system that we have today. He's going to be there in the chapel, not in the main sanctuary at the River Church, because they're going to be holding regular church. Okay, he's going to be in the chapel. There's only room for 110 people in that room. 
So you better be there. It starts at 6 o'clock in the evening, so you want to be there early. Going to go from 6 to 8.30. Expect it to just last a while because there's important stuff you need to know here. All right? April 2nd, Dr. David Clements coming to Oregon. Now, Tucker also, by the way, last night said something that's profound. And you can watch the video. It's another Gateway Pundit story. If the, He quote, if the Democrat Party is allowed to crush Donald Trump, we're done. That's exactly right. But it's more than the Democrat Party, folks. It's a lot more. It's Tucker Carlson's own employer, Fox News. They hate Trump. They're giddy with excitement about his arrest. That's why I don't watch Fox anymore, but the only time I do is to watch Tucker. He's the only one anymore, in my opinion. Billy, to dance around the edges of what the mainstream media and the deep state don't want you to know or hear of. The system is not what it's represented to be. Back in a moment at 6.30. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. You might be surprised to learn something. It's a great article that I'm going to share with you in a moment here. From the Federalist. It's about how government, our U.S. government, is giving grants to companies that are going to censor all of our speech, all of our free speech. By the way, uh, regarding elections, Ohio and Iowa both withdraw now from the Democrat operative controlled voter role, quote-unquote, maintenance group called ERIC. Oregon's part of that. It's a total fraud, folks. Total fraud. People are starting to figure it out because a whole bunch of states are withdrawing from it. Because what they do is they take all the information, everything that we have, your vo- your voter registration rolls, your signature, no kidding, They have a copy of your signature, your DMV records. All of it goes into the ERIC system. And they don't stop any cross-voting across state lines. That ostensibly was one of the things it was supposed to do. Keep voter fraud from happening is just the opposite. They're enabling voter fraud and people are figuring it out. That's why a whole bunch of states have left ERIC. The only way we're going to lose it or get rid of it in Oregon, I should say, is if we prove that it's fraudulent. But then we would have to even have Republicans with the courage to be willing to stand up. There are some bad gun control bills out there. We talked a little bit about them yesterday. 
There's an Oregonian story. About three of them are going to be heard. These are far leftist bills. They're all unconstitutional. Just like this judge blocked California's law from 2019, a federal judge has passed or has blocked what was called California's Unsafe Handgun Act. I'm sorry. I, I, I misspoke. This law was actually enacted in 1999, supposed to stop accidental discharges, according to advocates. And it required new handguns to have three specific safety features. An indicator showing whether the gun is loaded, a disconnect mechanism to prevent it from being fired if the magazine's not fully inserted, and it has to have the micro-stamping technology, enabling microscopic characters representing the handgun's make, model, and serial number to be transferred onto shell casings when the handgun's fired. So law enforcement officials can more easily link the casings to guns they were fired from. The judge says this is not commercially practical. The Second Amendment enshrines fundamental constitutional rights, said the judge, who's a Bush appointee, for law-abiding citizens to keep and bear arms for self-defense. Increasingly modern times with the ubiquity of guns and our country's high level of gun violence. And you know where that gun violence mostly comes from? Liberal Democrat cities like Portland that defunded their cops. Anyway, the judge continues. Sorry, folks, I'm a little passionate and riled up this morning. Ordinary law-abiding people feel they need to possess handguns to protect themselves against violence. Californians have the constitutional right to acquire and use state-of-the-art handguns to protect themselves. They should not be forced to settle for decade-old models of handguns to ensure they remain safe inside or outside the home. The judge continues, because enforcing these requirements implicates the plain text of the Second Amendment. And the government fails to point to any well-established historical analogs that are consistent with them. Those requirements are unconstitutional and their enforcement must be preliminary enjoined. So he stopped an old law. Now, this all came about because the U.S. Supreme Court ruled in the gun case that they did. This all came about because the U.S. Supreme Court is, in fact, moving in the right direction because of the election of Donald John Trump, folks. Put three justices on there. Those justices voted in that handgun ruling, or actually that, that Second Amendment ruling. is more than just handguns. It's a big deal. Elections matter, don't they? That's why we go back to elections. Now, if government can control our guns, whether they're quote-unquote ghost guns or increasing the age of eight. By the way, if you have a gun that, that doesn't have a serial number on it, there's no grandfather clause under this bill, you become a felon automatically. House, this is House Bill 2005. House Bill in 2006. Would it increase the voting or the legal age to purchase and own a firearm from 18 to 21? It would have exceptions for firearm use, according to the Oregonian, for firearms used for hunting and for people younger than 21 who are the military or police officers. There's no grandfather clause here. 
if you legally today go buy a shotgun at 80 at 18 years of age or 19 or 20 you are going to become a felon under this law if it passes even though you bought it under the legal laws at the time house bill 2007 will allow cities and counties to restrict people licensed to carry a concealed handgun from possessing a firearm on the agencies, buildings, or grounds. It also has the words adjacent property. So if you're adjacent to, say, City Hall, and next to City Hall is, say, a grocery store, and you walk into that grocery store with your concealed carry weapon legally, and you're not threatening anybody, you're just going about your business because you believe in protecting yourself and life, innocent life from bad people. And there are bad people. Remember the Safeway shooting? Hmm? Well, this bill would allow you to be prosecuted as a felon. If you're in the Safeway store, that's next to any government property. That is now off limits if this law passes. Safeway could be, and I'm just using them as an example, could be Fred Meyer, could be any, could be your local grocery store, doesn't have to be Safeway. If they are okay with you walking in there as a legal, lawful carrier of a firearm concealed, if they're okay with it, but the city isn't, and let's say the bad guy decided to show back up to the Safeway and you pull out your gun and you shoot the bad guy. You now could be prosecuted, folks, under this law. Now, government wants to restrict me being able to talk about this. They want to restrict you and whatever Freddie's going to say next, 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line, 503-589-1220. Whatever Freddie says next, whatever I'm saying right now, it's all being monitored. And it's going to get even worse because the federal government is giving out millions of dollars in research. They're preparing to monitor every word we say on the Internet, every tweet, every word you say on a private telephone call, every word that I say freely, at least right now, over these broadcast airwaves. And this story in The Federalist by Margot Cleveland lists, and folks, they're going to do this through AI technology. And it's called AI and machine learning technology. That it'll allow the government to easily discover, quote unquote, problematic speech and track Americans reading or partaking in such conversations. Then, in partnership with big tech, big business, media outlets, the government will ensure that speech is censored under the guise of combating, quote, misinformation and disinformation. Have we heard this before? It's happening right now. You hear it constantly from the media and from social media. This article is terrifying, folks. And it lists companies that have, in fact, received grants to do just this thing. It's a stunning article. You can read it. Got to go to the phones. We'll go to Freddie. Freddie, good morning. You know, you're they're tracking every word you're going to say. 
<laughs> oh, great. I uh, hope they do. Uh, I'll repeat it if they miss anything. <laughs> um, uh, hey, Jeff, we're in the, we're in the Constitution that say that all of our weapons got to be have serial numbers on. It and doesn't. The Constitution, our rights, uh, supersede anything that the local government's doing. It should. Yeah, I think you're right. It should. One of the other things that they're doing on the election cycle, Jeff, is that, you know, these automatic pen machines? Yes. They're, they're copying people that are not voting and putting their signatures in. And so when they vote, they compare the signatures to the computer, and it's a match. Isn't that interesting? An algorithm could, you know, sort of change that, couldn't it? It's why we don't trust machines and computers and you shouldn't thanks uh, freddie great point by the way on all those items back in a moment at 6 40. call jeff now at 503-589-1220 that's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. Before I go to Gary, I, look, Freddie brought up a really important point. Where in the Constitution does it say that your gun has to have a serial number? Hmm? Where in the Constitution does it say that you have to register to buy ammunition? like they're doing in California. Hmm. Elections have consequences, folks. Yesterday, there was passionate testimony on a really bad bill called House Bill 2002. This is the bill that takes your parental rights away. We talked about it. And allows your child, as young as 15, to go get gender-reaffirming care, to be chemically castrated, then to go have gender reassignment surgery all outside of your approval as a parent. Lots of passionate testimony yesterday. If the left has their way, if the federal government has their way, and if the stupid Republicans, I'm sorry, folks, the stupid Republicans in Oregon and in Washington, D.C., don't take a stand against this, the most basic elemental levels of free speech. If they quit funding this kind of government research that's in this Federalist article, we're going to lose all of our freedom because we're going to wake up one day and we are the frog boiled in the pot. And it's because nobody, well, not enough people sounded the alarm and we were called kooks because we were censured by free speech. Have we already turned the worm? Hmm? Is it too late? Are we already the banana republic and Trump's supposed prosecution is just the exemplification of that? Better wake up, folks. You better be willing to stand up and do something about it. Something else you should stand up and do is get your air conditioning or your heating system fixed if it ain't working. I live in misery. What's the point of that? Hmm? Call Freedom Heating and Air, 503-580-1456, 580-1456. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net, freedom, 
eatingandair.net. Yeah, I'm kind of lit up this morning. I'm sorry, but that's just how it is. We'll go with Gary, and then we'll go to Rich. Rich, or Gary, good morning. Go Beeps. Hey, Jeff. Go Ducks. Uh, so I'm looking at this uh, American Thinker article. It says, so the CDC got a hold of our phone data to spy on our whereabouts during the COVID lockdowns. Well, aren't we still under an emergency declaration, both federally and state? So what makes anybody think that they've stopped doing any of this stuff? Because uh, emergency declaration gives them basically martial law uh, authority, doesn't it? That's right. That's right. It does. So they can spy on you. They can do what they could call, call another lockdown. I mean, it, it's the perfect gamut for the government. And that's and we all know that this is what COVID was really all about was uh, to lock down the yes. country so that they could steal the election from Trump because Trump was the biggest uh, roadblock uh, to these people in the last 50 years. And they had to get rid of right. him, so they, they, they manufactured this COVID emergency s- scam uh, that we're still, uh, three years later, still under. It's, and everybody knows it. And in fact... The stunning admission, and, and, and I forget who it was. Um, anyway, the stunning admission before Congress the other day that that you know uh, the um, you know the flu just sort of went away. There was no flu yeah, I saw, COVID, right? That was that black on. guy. That was a, the, the the black guy that Fauci went to his door and accidentally said, "Well, there was virtually no flu last year." And it was like, oh, so you admitted that you called everything a flu death was a COVID death, uh, all the way up to motorcycle accidents was COVID death. Yes. And yes. now all of a sudden, uh, nothing is a, uh, a, a vax death. Because when everything is racism, when everything is a vax death, nothing is a vax death. And this is the left overplaying their hand. And the average person gets it because every person's got common sense. You brought it up. Hey, uh, when, are you guys meeting uh, tonight? Uh, no, we're having a board meeting. I know. We're, we're going Tuesday, Thursday. We're going to change it to Thursdays. Uh, next Thursday, though, I'm glad you asked. Uh, Army is going to give a lesson on uh, how the COVID affects your cells and answers that question about changing the DNA and what that means. Uh, I'll talk to you next week about it. Okay, well, I may have to have you back to the next political coffee clutch to talk about how it does impact your DNA. That might be a good one. Uh, it was a great, great yeah. event you guys had. Thanks for showing up. Go Beavs. Got to let you go. Thank you. Move on go to Rich. By the way, an interesting um, headline here on the Liberty Daily. Cracker Barrel restaurants permanently closes their remaining restaurants in Democrat hellhole, Portland, Oregon. Hey, Rich, what do you think about that? Uh, well, that's interesting. Uh, the thing I wanted to talk to you about is that there's some people here in Oregon that have some very antique guns that don't have serial numbers on them. They're worth in excess of $25,000 a piece. So what, is, what are they going to do with antique guns? Also, the feds, ATF, has a rule that anything made before on small arms, if I remember right, meaning 22s, doesn't have serial number until sometime in the mid-1920s. The other thing, too, is that Carnivore was around in the 1990s, which was monitoring all your phone calls, all your inter- Internet, 
anything you do starting in the 90s. So this isn't anything new. Yeah, you're right. There is nothing new here in all of this. It's so let me ask brought you out this. in the public because yeah. they have, um, if I remember right, you probably, I think you brought it up, Utah is, I think it's five or $10,000 acre, uh, not dollar, but 10,000 acre server farm just for the feds to monitor anything and everything. That's, uh, folks, you can see pictures of this. It's outside of Logan, Utah. It is a massive, massive set of buildings. Every and word that I am speaking right now, every word Rich just said is being archived. And these, this research, all of this money, these grants that are going to these companies is going to allow these machine learning and AI systems to go in and find every single word that has, is being spoken and has been spoken for years that's been recorded illegally and unconstitutionally by the federal yeah. government and to use it against us. And don't forget, uh, Stingray has been out for years now, and I don't know what the new version is, but that was used to monitor uh, the Democrat Party's enforcement arm, Antifa and BLM in Portland during the riots. Yep, and it'll be used against us. Thanks, Rich. I appreciate it. Um, got an email from Lee about who decides. Having a standard to compare what is being said is vital to keep the truth in front. But what standard will another use? What measure will they use? Do we tr trust social media groups to decipher what is true, what is not a joke, what's an argument? Or do we just give into everything they say is true because of who they are? Because we're addicted to Instagram, to Facebook, to Twitter, all these lefty groups. But somebody who isn't a lefty and somebody you should think about doing business with seriously is Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations. Check out his website, RighteousRenovations.com. You'll be glad you did, especially if you're thinking about see any kind of work inside your home, like a very sensitive bathroom or kitchen remodel. Eric Azer, RighteousRenovations.com. Thanks for joining us. See you tomorrow.